up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Super Gamer Boys. I am your host and captain and dad, Garrett Morling. And here in the virtual studio is the king of video games and resident superstar, Adrian Holmes. Also, fellow fellow tarnished. Fellow, how do you do, fellow tarnished? How how do you how do? go your journeys? <laughs> Oh man, dude. I will, we'll talk about that later, but, uh, how you doing, dude? It's been, been a couple weeks. I, uh, I, I, you know, was feeling lazy last week and just called in. I'm like, Hey, we're not doing a show. Screw, screw the listeners. You know, they don't need it, but, uh, how you doing? And I said, say no more. Say, say no more. <laughs> a Monday to not do nothing. I'm good with that. Uh, no, man, I've been good. Um, I just, uh, been kind of hanging out really playing a lot of Elden Ring, uh, a couple other things here and there. Like you said, we'll get into that later. Um, yeah, just kind of cooling. Nice. Yeah. So um, now I, I don't know if you've already, um, you know, given everybody the news, but, um, our, uh, how should I say, uh, you know how, when Nintendo said that, um, the DS was going to be a, a third pillar to their strategy. And uh, they were going to keep Game Boy Advance going. Uh, our third pillar <laughs> is uh, nowhere to be found. They got a new work <laughs> schedule that doesn't let them work on Monday or doesn't let them come to the show on Mondays. What's going on with that? Yeah, so <laughs> we... Uh... We, we're going to try something new this week. We'll see how it goes. So bear with us during the transition, at least live. In the post, you know, you guys who listen on Wednesday, you're not going to know any different. Um, but uh, old JJ, uh, he works until 930 Central Time, which is when we normally start recording and streaming here. Um, he's like, I'll, I'll be home, you know, around 945, which actually is 945, well, 745 our time, 945 his time. So technically he should be rolling in here sometime because we got started late. Who knows, though? Who knows what will actually happen? But he seems to think that he is capable of doing, uh, let's say, I think we should call it like a rolling start, you know, like like what you do with a car, like when it's you can't get it started, you got to roll it down a hill yeah. and pop the clutch. Yeah, that's kind of what we're going to do here with JJ. Like we're, we're, we're rolling, we're getting the ball rolling and he's going to like pop his clutch and he'll be in here. Hopefully. Now, <laughs> or the whole stream's going to crash. Or the whole stream's <laughs> going to crash. We'll see. Over under on, on, on JJ having all his recording stuff set up and going. His camera all ready to go. His headphones and mic and lighting all up and going before he jumps in here. Over mm, under. No, no chance. There's no <laughs> chance. All of those, all the stars align like that. That's the other issue. Is normally it's like he jumps in. It's like, hey, did you do this? Did you do that? Oh, dude, you forgot your light back there. Oh, hang on. Can you adjust your mic? JJ, did you plug in your that. mic? You got to plug in your mic, man. It's usually all a lot I hear of is that. your computer mic. Your, I hear your headphone mic. What? Oh man! Turn yeah. on your light. <laughs> so him him dropping in here might might be a process. It might be a, a decent process. So we might bear, have to yeah bear with take us. a uh, we might have to take a intermission in the show to take it out real quick. <laughs> oh man! Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's how we're doing. Uh, yeah, last week. Uh, so we had to, I canceled the show. Um, well, I announced two weeks ago, like I'm going on a work trip, going to Orlando, super stoked. It's going to be awesome, uh, which it was. It was great. It was a great time getting to know some people, man, those uh, older people, they know how to party. They go hard late nights. Um, and uh, boy, by the end of the weekend, I was just exhausted, jacked like, up. You were hungover <laughs> like crazy. Oh, it was totally wasted now. Uh, but just staying up so late 
every night and just and working like I worked all weekend because it was for everyone else. It was just a conference to go to. For us, it was a work trip. We were filming and, sh you know, shooting and stuff like that. Um, and uh, I was on my way home on Monday. And I text the guys first thing in the morning. I'm like, I don't think I'm able to do it tonight. I'm sorry. And I had only I think I only done like one flight at that point, a second flight still to get home. Boy, am I glad that I called in because by the time I uh, got home, I was still doing fine, but a little tired. I'm like, ah, I could have probably still done the show. I could have done it, but it just would have been really low energy, which isn't what we want. Um, and then me and JJ would have had to carry the show because you would have fallen asleep on stream. Oh, yeah. It would have been a sleeping stream at that point. Just change the category and I'm just sitting back and just, <laughs> I'm going to mute my mic. You guys just take on, with, take on the show. Dim um, the lights in your office. Yeah, yeah. Get a <laughs> Snuggie. Well, within like three or four hours of getting home, dude, I was so sick. I was just like bad cold, like coughing real bad. Even still, I have a cough. Like I said, the mute and get it out. But man, yeah, the cough has been bad. Sinus is all jacked up. So I'm like, okay, now I'm really glad I canceled because if I was like halfway through a show and that hit me, <laughs> that would have sucked so bad. So, oh boy. Um, oh, you're freezing up there a little bit. Uh oh. Am I? Yeah, your video is anyways. That was weird. Um, That's weird. I got green bars. Um, but uh, yeah, so I'm alive and well now. Hopefully tonight's show is good. And again, hopefully JJ's able to figure out how to get into the, the, the Look, man, we always bring it. Look, when we have to pick up the slack, don't worry about it. Oh, yeah. We don't We don't really need JJ. You know, he's just here. He's, he is the third wheel, right? That's how this works. It's like you yeah. and me are on a date and he's just making sure that we're not getting, you know, too handsy in the car he's killing the vibe that's what he's doing <laughs> he's killing the vibe all right well today we're gonna be talking about supermassive's next big game new details on hogwarts legacy and the state of development for the perfect dark reboot but first let's give a quick shout out to our patreon producers kajunior bleep bloop and eddie martin and our super gamer sponsors julie bates and mama mare Shout out to those awesome folks over there who support us at patreon.com slash supergamerboys, where you can go as well, support us, starting at just a buck a month. Uh, you can get episodes early and ad-free, such as this show. You know, immediately after the show, I edit the podcast, ship it out to you guys. Uh, you get our Super Gamer Book Club show hosted by Adrian uh, about two months early, so... Currently, uh, the episode that's up right now is the Metroid Dread with Zetch Keenan, Patrick Ellers, Connor McCabe, uh, and uh, fantastic episode. There should be a new episode coming soon. Um, we've uh, tell them about the Uno Reverse card we're about to play. You want to go ahead and tell them? You want to give it to them? That's right. Okay. Uh, so instead of we're doing a schedule switch for book club episodes moving forward. So instead of the first week of the month is going to be the last week of the month. So for starting this month, you're going to get your Streets of Rage episode on this coming Friday, the 25th. And then moving forward, it's going to be the last week of every month. I know what you're saying. Oh, this doesn't make sense. It's the same amount of time. Look, I told Garrett, I explained it this way. I said, this is it's the psychological argument, right? Or not argument, but practice of, when something costs $5, but they mark it as four ninety nine, it yeah. gives your brain a little bit of that, that ease that it helps you, you know, uh, to get into buying the product because you think, Oh, it's actually not that expensive. Well, when we do it this way, you makes you think, Oh, we have a whole lot of time. I have the whole month to play the game, you know? 
So that's why we're going to switch it and see how it goes. So you now still th- get it early. Still You're just going to get it at the end of the month. Yeah. And now same thing uh, with 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 the free episodes. <clears throat> yes. We're going to move those too. Yeah. Um, now, does this mean also that we'll start? Because I feel like sometimes we'll wait a little bit to announce the game in order to make it a surprise. Would it be worth now announcing it at the beginning of each month so listeners can play along with us? Or are we still going to keep it a secret surprise? Method that is a fantastic idea. I think that is what we should do. So that way, when people just like we do now, they can have the entire month to get through the game. Yeah. And then they can um, throw their thoughts in the uh, in the chat. Or uh, anywhere, you know, on Twitter while while we are while they're playing. I love to see people, especially if it's a game we've already played and there's people playing for the first time. I love to see people give their thoughts on it. So, yeah, I'm down for that idea. So, yeah. So from, from here on out, once once we figure out what April's game will be, <laughs> we'll be give announcing me a that. Yeah, we, you, we we'll let I you know at the beginning. I may have a for it right in front of you, but. Oh, we'll okay. see. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, we will be obviously the new. So the newest episode will be coming out next Friday, and then the very next week on that next regular episode of the podcast, that's when we'll announce it. So you guys will be in the know. We'll let you know what the new game is when we get it figured out for April. You'll play alongside us. Yeah, I think that'll be fun. That way we can get some cool feedback from you guys. And uh, yeah, since we had a a little bit of a stutter stutter start here at the beginning of of. 2022 with our our book club episodes let's Man. just let's just roll Fox with it i tried to take us out yeah it's a been, whole mess of things it's been rough for all of us <laughs> kind of <laughs> getting healthy getting on our feet so we're just rolling with the punches that's what we're gonna go with and uh i'm excited but uh yeah we'll talk more about our patreon later in the show but uh first i also want to shout out jack sriracha and yate for allowing us to use their music on our show very much appreciate them for allowing us to yeah use it during the uh, intro outro on our streams and then right now during the episode that's what you hear in the background playing along just under our voices give it a little chill vibe on our podcast you know we don't want to we didn't you know we want to be more relaxed like you're over at your friend's house chit-chatting yeah, about man. video games putting on some tunes so yeah thank you so much to uh jack sriracha and yate for letting us use their sweet tunes to just kind of set the mood here on the podcast. All right. It is now time to check the mail. Now, Garrett, this one is going to be a little, uh, it's going to be a little complex. Oh, okay. Now I know you just got yourself a 3ds a little while ago. Yes. Now I need you to open it up because I sent you one. I sent you the mailbag questions via a swap note aka super flip note okay so i need you to find it i need you to open it up and i need you to read those questions off of there okay okay let me let me see here Uh, there we go all right for the audio listeners he's finding he's he's got his ds he's opening it up going to swap note Uh uh-huh is it is it at the top is that what it is yeah okay and then let's just go ahead and all start right, with the all right, first one. All right. I think I, I got it. I got it here. I got it here. Okay, good. Um, all right. You want you guys want to see my 3DS? It's pretty sick. I love it. It's uh it's Metal Gear themed. It's a Metal Gear theme. <laughs> I don't have my 3DS in my office. It's up in my bedroom. <laughs> but I grabbed my, my We I, were so <laughs> close. If you would have had it, it would have worked perfectly. Oh I, I just 
I just think it's even funnier just to show behind the scenes. Come on, guys. I don't have my 3DS on me. I totally scrubbed a PS. That's good improv, though, right? Huh? That I was pretty me. good. I, I, I give you that one. I give you that one. Uh, I was like, shoot, I don't have my 3DS down here. Oh, the one man. time you don't have it, you have it all the other days. I always, I always have it down here. I actually had it down here this morning because I just bought a 64 gig card for it. Ooh, big baller. 64 GBs. And, but it was a memory card that's not compatible with it. So I had to Google and follow YouTube videos on how to trick it into working with it. Yeah. It oh, was... I tricked mine. I got a I got a fat 256 in there. Oh, Does it take forever to load the games well, no. or to turn on the system? So yes. I, <laughs> yeah, that's, I, I imagine. So I think the reason mine wasn't compatible isn't because of the size. It's because there's there's three different versions of micro SD cards. And I bought the XC, which is like the high speed one. And technically those aren't normally. It's too old. <laughs> yeah. But 3DS a, is too old. It's, it's running those 2011 internals. It's not. Yeah. Yeah. So it's I, sh- I should have bought an HC, not an XC mm-hmm. or HX or whatever. Um, but there's a way to trick it. And honestly, like it, I was, it actually loaded faster than the four gigabyte card that it came with. So I was like, oh, yeah, because that's just sick. a regular right. SD card. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, sweet. <laughs> got that. It's like putting an SSD, you know, in your console is what basically what yep. happened. Um, all right. This first question comes from Penguin90, and they ask, what would be the worst video game world to live in? So. Ooh. Hmm. Oh man, this is a tough one. I'm gonna have to say Termina from Majora's Mask. Okay, because it's gonna get destroyed. <laughs> that, that, that seems like living in impending doom. <laughs> Just that knowing. sounds pretty bad. Now, I've never. You'd go ahead. You know, throw your stones now. I've never played Majora's Mask. Do the people know what's going on or are they oblivious? Are they just stuck in the time loop and totally oblivious to what's happening? I don't know if I should tell you that. A lot of the stories are connected to. to... Don't tell me. Don't tell me then. Uh, I was because I I will say because if it was like a Groundhog Day, because I know like obviously Link knows what's going on because that's the character you play as, I think. Mm -hmm. I don't know. So I imagine like as the character, as a player, you're like obviously you're in the Groundhog Day situation where like you know what's happening, but does everyone else know, or are they also oblivious? It's like in Groundhog Day, like no one else realizes it's repeating. But again, I guess if that's a spoiler, you don't have to tell me. I'll just have to play it. I just, I just upgraded my uh, Nintendo Online exp- to the expansion pass, so oh, I'll have to play. Now, I'll have to play the I... crappy version on on the Switch. <laughs> I was gonna say now you could play the original, but you could also now that you have a 3DS. Oh, you could yeah. play the updated version. Okay, that's what I'll do. Which a lot of people, or a lot of, how should I say, uh, uh, purists don't like because it changes things and makes things easier. So what? So what? It fixes a lot of things that were kind of, you know, obtusive and, and, and not really clear in the original. I like easy. I'm I like fine easy. with that. Easier and it looks better. way better. <laughs> so I'm, I'm down. I, got, I have that one and uh, Ocarina of Time. And I refuse at this point to if i don't have to to play the n64 oh, version oh 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 we have a visitor wait a Hang minute on. hold up development hold up. is this actually happening mid question way to just totally bomb the question hold on here. hold on give him a second he's he's coming in hey oh, okay oh my goodness <laughs> internet must be bad or something oh, our internet yes, our internet is really slow we just caught up to you Okay, well, that makes perfect sense. 
And you'll excuse me because I got some boot in my mouth right now. So go ahead and uh, get your Listerine real quick. We'll wait. <clears throat> uh, yeah, no, I'm good. I'm good. I just uh, I washed it out with salami right now. So, oh, okay, okay. okay. That's yeah. good too. I can't uh, believe it. Is this actually going to work? Is your recording started? I just, yeah, I just started a moment ago. Oh, my God. Oh, my, God. Oh my yeah. goodness. We were taking bets on how horribly this is going to go. We're going. This is it. This is working. Yeah. You, you just kind of rolled in big question here. I can't believe it. Okay. Well, if this is how this is going to go, then. So, so hi, everybody. I'm JJ, and I'm the host of the Super Gamer Boys. And occasionally, I'll <laughs> let these guys rattle around with their little mouths, saying their little words. But I'm here to save the day and to bring you true podcasting gold. So, Garrett. Adrian, you guys go ahead and give me what you got, and I'll give you guys gold back. Go for it. I'm kind of like Rumpelstiltskin like that. Guess my name, baby. Don't worry about it. We already we already <laughs> front-loaded the show with our slander. You can go back and listen okay. to it later. Yeah, you're going to listen okay. later to hear, hear all the all crap right, we were talking. Uh, so the question we were answering when you uh, slid in here was from Penguin90, what would be the worst video game world to live in? Last of Us 2. I'd hate to be anywhere near <laughs> yeah, zombies and crap one. like that. You know, I'm a thinking post-apocalyptic. I do not want to, I would not want to be in a world where there's zombies coming after me and there's no cure and who knows right from wrong. Hell no, I don't want to, I'd rather I be in like something like Kirby, you know, like, let, let me be in something that's like floaty and like, you know, happy. <laughs> I'll see your, your Last of Us and raise you a Fallout because... Okay. Last of Us that only was gonna be has... my answer was Fallout. That was gonna be my yeah. answer. I was like that. that Last of like Us only has clickers, one. like but Fallout has rad roaches. It has the super pseudo zombies. Like, yeah, yeah, super mutants. A whole bunch of oh my god. I, yeah, I, I'm not doing that. There's a lot going on in the Fallout world. Like literally everything's out to kill you. Even the just the regular old humans out to kill you. Like <laughs> horrible. I mean, it's don't kinda... have anything on you. They'll kill you for it instantly. So that actually sounds just like what Nebraska has been like since I got here. Like almost identical. <laughs> everything's out just to like kill the, you. The roaches are huge. Uh, everything's out to kill you. No, I'm just kidding. I haven't seen one roach. Fallout New Nebraska. Yeah, dude. <laughs> That could Dude. be a great game. I know I know that Sir Prince a lot and myself would get that game because we do have the greatest zoo here. <gasps> what if like the zoo went crazy with like clickers? Yeah, I don't what know. What if the we'll, zoo was we'll, an we'll, area we'll, we'll, we'll in that in that fallout? <laughs> oh man. The, the, the Omaha Zoo. It's just that's like, one of the that's one of the sections in the world get, gone We can do it. The Henry Dooley Zoo overrun with zombies and the <laughs> and the red roaches. Monkeys throwing <laughs> infected poo at each other. <laughs> oh man, terrifying! You joke. <laughs> Watch that be a Make movie next summer. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um, all right. This next question comes from Eddie Martin. He asked, "All right, so we discussed Mount Rushmore of characters, and that was fun. Now I want to hear which four video game controllers go on your Mount Rushmore." So we did, we did the Mount Rushmore of our favorite characters. What is the Mount Rushmore of your top, your top four gaming controllers? Okay, uh, I, I think I'm gonna go for. How do you want to do this? You want to just rattle off our four? Go ahead. We think Give the top four. four. Give me the four. I'm gonna say one for me is the Super Nintendo Joy-Con, like the Super Nintendo. Uh, mm -hmm. I don't know what you'd call it, but that. That it's little like handheld gamepad or controller, yeah, yeah, gamepad. I think is what is the kind of the 
mm-hmm. be accepted. I, I love that controller, man. I just, it fits so perfectly in your hand and I, I think it's fantastic. Um, as far as the next one on the list is probably going to be the dual sense. The dual sense is fantastic DualSense with the haptic fantastic. feedback and everything. Um, the Xbox Series S controller, which is the same as the other Xbox controllers right now, that controller is fantastic. So I'd uh, a, a hard C. And then uh, just because I'm a little older, I'm going to throw the entertainment system. That handheld for me the is The brick, gonna, the square, out. the rectangle. It's fantastic. You just can't. <laughs> Dude, it's so We wouldn't great. have a D-pad. Yeah. We wouldn't have a common D-pad if it wasn't for that. Right. And, yeah. and Game & Watch right before it. So I, I could still play that. In fact, when I play anything that's from the Nintendo Entertainment System, I still want to play it on the original Nintendo gamepad. You know that you can buy those uh, retro jo- ones, Joy-Con versions of it for it that actually slide onto the Switch through Nintendo. They sell those, oh, those and 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 Super Nintendo controllers. They they have NES and SNES Joy Cons that slide right on the side of your Switch that you can use because they're designed to be used with the Switch Online stuff. So something to look into if you want to play them how play those games how they're supposed to be played. You could totally how they're pick meant up to a be couple. played. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, Adrian, what about you? What's your four picks? Uh, numero uno, of course, go. goes without saying. Yeah. Come on now, Super Nintendo. Um, it's old man time out here uh, because right behind that I have the GameCube controller uh, one of the, one of if not the best con- design controllers I don't I'm not I'm not arguing this with anybody I'm not debating this this is just it's a scientific fact <laughs> it's I'm sorry this is fact uh, right behind that would be the uh, Sega Dreamcast controller excuse me for its uh, innovation uh, it had the expandability factor that no other controller had before then. I mean, you could argue 64, but 64 didn't have VMU. 64 didn't have all the different attachments that you could put. I mean, it had some, but it didn't have nearly as many as Dreamcast had. Uh, I mean, think about it. The And then you could have two of them at the same time. You could have a VMU at the front and a rumble pack in the back. Forget about it. And it showed you... <laughs> Real-time information about the game that you were playing while you were playing it through the VMU. Unheard of. And then my last would probably have to be the uh, 360 controller. You want to talk about a controller that was built like a tank? My 360 controller still (laughs) works like a charm, and I've had it since 2006. (laughs) That thing has been dropped kicked and not maliciously i mean it's just like i kicked it out of the way when i'm walking through my room it's been (laughs) dropped kicked used for literally thousands of hours of of halo and 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 minecraft and gears and all these different kinds of games and it has kept on kicking if you can say if you can't say one thing about xbox controllers even to this day they are built to take a beating and that is for sure yeah, hundred percent, um, dude. That's awesome. Uh, my top controller have to be the Dual Sense. I think um, I, it sounds crazy, but because there's there's a lot of other fantastic controllers that we've all mentioned so far. But the the haptic feedback and then the adaptive triggers is just 
really life-changing, especially, and I know you guys gave me a bunch of crap a couple weeks ago about Gran Turismo, but playing Gran <laughs> Turismo with all like the, those features is crazy. Playing uh, Ratchet and Clank with the, like the trigger, like Call of Duty, whatever it is, like it really is so immersive and so incredible, like nothing you've ever experienced before. So I, that's gotta be my number one. My number mm -hmm. two is uh, the, I was gonna say the 360 controller, absolutely love that thing i love the feeling of it you know even though it took me a little bit to get used to the the weird analog stick position you know um you're right those the things correct are, when you mean eh, no. yeah. those things are, are tough as nails and they, they are comfortable like the size of it is great which i'm glad like playstation finally came around to like get, make their controllers bigger because even though i never had an issue with playstation controllers being small before once i got my hands on a 360 for the first time 360 controller i'm like oh okay like this is good. This is good. This feels good in your hand. Um, that's my number two. My number three is... Uh, so, <laughs> technically, the DualShock 1, 2, and 3 are all the same controller, just some of them have wires and some of them don't. So that's that's going to be my pick is the, you know, PlayStation 1, 2, the 3 DualShock controller. Line. The, the DualShock line that was like all exactly... Basically, up until... DualShock 4 when they change it because that was different but DualShock 1, 2, and 3 were all identical Not, nothing changed. Are we all ready to admit that DualShock 4 was pretty garbage? Like in I the mean, line of, of PlayStation controllers if we're comparing all five Where's my controller? Let me see That was the first PlayStation controller that I'm aware of that started having issues with drift Well not only that but the battery life was awful the build quality was nowhere near the other four. Although you can make a case for the PS5 controller, apparently. I hear it's not the most durable thing on the market. Yeah, I've got I've got some issues with drift on my original controller and uh, my yeah. original dual sense, and it is it's a huge pain. You know, when you let but, go and you're like, oh man. I was just dual shock my my dual shock too. And yeah, like kind of just like tinkering with it and thinking about the, I don't have that PS4 controller anymore. But I think I'd have to agree with you. Like even like the feel of it, I like the feel of this one better than the DS4. And then, yeah, between the battery life and everything else, like it really, the touchpad. They missed was the mark. Fine on it. Like I don't know. I didn't this, need it. I never no, needed the touch. They, the, the touchpad never it, made it, a case for itself. It was a map button. It was the button you'd use to bring up your map. Like that was it. Which they just could have made a regular extra button. I don't. I never understood that. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. Um, so yeah, that's, that's my number three. My number four, uh, would have to be, uh, also the, the Super Nintendo controller. So I know we all said it, but that's, it's yeah. a common denominator. It's yeah, a dang, go. dang good controller. Man, that's a great question. Ricky Martin always gives us amazing questions. Thank you, Ricky. Martin. Mm -hmm. Um, and the other thing, I, I don't know if we could do like an honorable mention, but I think an honorable mention needs to be thrown out there for the Wii controller. The Wii controller was like that throwback and like, man, I really think they did a great job with the Wii controller. I'll give you that one. I, I can see that, especially yeah, when you the the how should I say utility of it. You right. can use it as a motion controller. You could turn mm -hmm. it on its side, yeah. and then it became basically an NES pad. It became an NES. I can yeah. see that. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, that was no, a, that was a pretty good idea. It's it was way ahead of its time. That's for sure. Fantastic controller, and it just felt good in your hand, especially like with or without the grip. Like they all kind of came with that silicone grip thing, like yeah. with a grip on, with the grip off. Like it just always felt good sideways, you know, holding it like a remote. Yeah, it really I was a good all around controller. That was a masturbatory tool. Hmm. Uh, I mean that explains a lot. 
Okay, so that's actually <laughs> four. I was wondering why it came with a controller. You put it on so the weird. Wii, not your Wii. Exactly. <laughs> All right, next question is coming from Kajunior. Uh, and he asks, what's the one game that never ceases to make the hours disappear? I know this is a little harder to find the time for those of y'all that have kids, but what but, but what could do it? A world that you're just fully immersed in. So what's that game that you sit down to play, the next thing you know, you look over at the clock and spend like hours, like they just disappear, don't know where they went. What, what's that game for you guys? Red Dead Redemption 2 for me. I, mm. can, I can get into that world in that world that they've built and just be gone. And I've been through all the missions. I've done everything there is to do, but there's so much to it. And it's so huge that I, I just love, I love playing cowboy, you know? And like, mm-hmm. it's, there's so much to it. And every time I do that, every time that I really get a good run going, I will always look at the clock and be like, how the heck is it one thirty in the morning? How is it two <laughs> o'clock in the morning? Holy crap. It happens awesome. constantly. Uh, for me, it's, it's at least the most recent game. It's Elden Ring, hundred percent Elden Ring, which shocks, shocks me to no end because I know a few weeks ago, I was like, I'm not getting that game. It's not a game for me from software games are no good. Like it's too hard. Let me tell you, that's a game I turn on and then, yeah, I look at the clock. I'm like, it's been how many hours? Like, I, I, I feel like on one hand, I feel like I've done so much. On the other hand, I feel like I've done nothing at all. But in this in the sense in the sense that I just want to keep playing, I'm just like, but I want to keep going. But it's but it's bedtime. It's two in the morning. Like I should go to bed now. But oh man, I am so freaking in love with Elden Ring that where just yeah, time disappears. Uh, so that's that's definitely my pick at least right now. In the past, I don't know what that game would have been. Maybe like a playing Phasmophobia's Phasmophobia with the buddies on online and stuff like that. But yeah, now it's Elden Ring. What about you, Adrian? I think I would be remiss if I didn't, of course, say uh, my old standby, uh, Animal Crossing for GameCube. I can put that game on, and I have done so. I can put that game on at 11 o'clock in the morning, and I can turn that game off 2 o'clock the next morning. (laughs) (laughs) And you know how I know? You know how I know it's 2 o'clock the next morning? Because it's it's specifically made. There's a song that's so awful and weird sounding in that soundtrack at 2 a.m. <laughs> that it makes you feel like you're delirious and that you need to turn the game off. <laughs> and once I heard that, I was like, well, I think I've, I've granted this wasn't straight. Of course, I took breaks to eat and, and you know, <laughs> stretch my my legs and whatnot. But when I heard that music. <laughs> it was a realization that I have been playing too long and it's time to save my progress and go to bed. <laughs> oh man. So yeah, it definitely would be that one for me. Dang. That's awesome. That's so crazy. I couldn't Granted, imagine. Granted, also, you gotta remember too, this was maybe back in 2003 when I didn't have anything going on and it was summertime. So Yo, yeah, what else are you gonna do? To be able to do that today, I would have to be like fired from a job and have <laughs> nothing to do that like sounds like me with, with fallout i know we mentioned fallout earlier in the show on that question but fallout 3 and fallout new vegas were like some of my all-time favorites and that was me like i would turn it on summer break and just <clears throat> play all day 
and yes, only stop for meals. Like go eat, run back to the TV, keep playing. And then the next thing you know, it's like midnight, one o'clock. It's like, I really should stop. Like I've explored a lot of the wasteland today. Like I should go to bed now. <laughs> but you can't, Garrett. There's fish to catch. There's bugs to catch. I have to plant these trees. I have to make sure all my villagers are okay. You know how long that takes? There's only Apparently, there's some <laughs> a long time. Yeah, you're a hero, Adrian. I just want you to. You know really you're are. A hero. You really are. <laughs> Somebody's got to do it carrying around the flag for all of us <laughs> oh man I, I, just, I think that only happened that one time and i was like nope yeah how, I, how I, I have a you? problem was it were you in high school was this no 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 uh because uh, animal crossing came out in 2002 and if that was 2003 i was about 12 so maybe like going right into what is that sixth grade seventh grade sixth grade one of those two okay that's okay. when my oldest daughter was born. <laughs> 2003? Uh, 2003. I'm, I'm, I'm old, okay? You, you know. Follicly I wasn't going to mention anything about it. Did you say chronically challenged? I said fo follically. I am oh. challenged by the chronic because they don't have any over here in Nebraska. You would be more chronologically challenged. <laughs> oh, I that am would chronologically be... challenged as well. <laughs> I don't know what... <laughs> You know, what point I mean, we can we can start using that term instead of just calling you old. Don't, don't pick on JJ. He's chronologically challenged. <laughs> yes. Oh, man. All righty, guys. Thank you so much for writing in your questions. Send them into the mailbag. We appreciate it. Now it's time for the nerdy nudes. It's now time for the nerdy nudes. Mm, music to my ears. I'm so glad you made it to say that. So good, so good. All right, this every time that like every time that Garrett has to do it, it is the uh, most pathetic thing I've ever heard. When he <laughs> look, and he goes, I told for the nerdy news. I think I've only ever done it like once in the 147 episodes we've done. But, I don't think I've but done that it that many one times. time out of 147 drills he me in my head. He never forgot it. It, it hurts. It hurts to think about. And I, it's all I hear. I'm at work all day. I'm helping customers. Yeah, let me get those little chickens for you. And that's all I hear is Garrett and your annoying <laughs> voice saying, annoying news. Annoying voice? Is it really that bad? Oh, man, I'm all yeah, self-conscious. No, it, it is. It's the heavy, okay. heavy New York accent that just it kills me. Yeah, you know me. Just forget about it. <laughs> um, this first news story comes from us from IGN. Ryan Dinsdale writes, The Quarry Supermassive Games reveals Until Dawn's spiritual successor. Supermassive Games has revealed The Quarry, a spiritual successor to Until Dawn, launching on June 10th. As with Until Dawn, the cast is made up of a number of recognizable actors. The Quarry is a teen horror where players control nine different characters as they try to survive the last night of summer camp. And like Until Dawn, anyone can live and anyone can die. Supermassive promises groundbreaking interactive storytelling and an unpredictable night of horror with plenty of flirting and fear. As relationships between characters are built and broken through intense player-based choices, director Will Biles told IGN that each character has 10 to 12 different potential deaths. He said the quarry is like a circular story and each one of those characters is a spoke heading, heading towards the middle, meaning any one of those spokes can be broken without affecting the rest of the narrative. 
Uh, they released a cast list. So we have Ariel Winter, uh, known from Modern Family and Speed Racer. Ethan Supley from The Wolf of Wall Street. Remember the Titans, My Name is Earl. David Arquette from Scream Franchise and Eight-Legged Freaks. Lynn Shea. David Arquette. As- I haven't heard that name in a long time. <laughs> yeah, Former been- WCW world champion. Really? I did not know that. Yeah, he won he won the WCW world title in uh, 2000 and the company closed in 2001. So a lot of people say that them giving it to an actor is what killed WCW. So a lot of wrestling fans hate David Arquette. David Arquette did it. He did because he killed WCW, but he actually did a uh, he still independently wrestles. He does it constantly. Really? He loves wrestling and he's actually not that bad anymore. Like he's gotten kind of good. He's in his 50s now and there was actually on uh, amazon prime there's a great documentary you can't kill david arquette and it's about his return to professional independent wrestling (laughs) and going around the circuit and doing matches and big matches and hurting himself and yeah he's actually a phenomenal dude huh i had no idea that's awesome that's crazy uh lynn shea from insidious franchise and the grudge Miles Robbins from Halloween and Blockers, Grace Zabriskie from Armageddon, Wild at Heart, Halston Sage from Neighbors, Zach Tinker from 13 Reasons Why, Lance Hen- Henriksen from Aliens, Brenda Song from Dollface, Saiban, Saiban Williams from Forsaken, Skylar Gazondo from The Social Dilemma, Evan Evagora from Star Trek Picard, Justice Smith from Detective Pikachu, and Ted Raimi from Evil Dead, Spider-Man. Xena Warrior Princess. That's where most of the budget for these games goes, paying for all these actors. There are some huge like names in there. I mean, some Mm -hmm. really big names that are like kind of shocking that they're in it gonna be in a motion capture video game. That's kind of neat. But um when it comes to like the Until Dawn, I, I liked Until Dawn. I played it. I'm sure you guys played it as well. But I don't think we really need another one of those kind of games. I'm not like the biggest fan of that, and I love the horror genre. But like that type of choose your own adventure thing, I don't I don't know why I don't really care for that that type of game. But they must have sold it fairly well if they're able to put out a budget like this for this one. Even even back in the day when it was like the books and stuff like that, I that wasn't the, your jam either. No, you know what I love those the choose your own adventure books. I mm-hmm. loved those, um, and I think that one of these games is okay. Like. Uh, I think that Man of Medan screwed me up for this type of choose your adventure. Uh, that, we, that, really that is not a lot of people's we, favorite. That one we did, is, we, a, did a, <laughs> we did a spooky gamer boys where the whole month every week released us planks because we did it four parts of Man of Medan. And by the end, we're just like, well, this was a bad game. Like, really sorry, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> that was it not really scary was. at all. It was, it it was, was really bad. Yeah, it was, and and uh, until dawn is not is not bad. It's really honestly not bad. No, it was okay. It, yeah, I, yeah. I, I didn't hate it. It was a good first outing. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm um, just saying that after after Man of Medan and after Until Dawn, what more can be done? the The premise has already kind of been ha- hammered out. You know that like uh, I don't I, know. That's the old horror premise yeah. is that you know somebody next will die, the next person will die, and and so I just don't feel like there's enough meat on the bone. Yeah. You know, it just feels like kind of a played out. I just feel like this could be this could be really fun because the premise of it is uh, kind of taking influence from uh, like Friday the 13th. Like it even says like it's the end of summer summer camp. Like there's a killer on the loose in the woods. Like it is very much like taking uh, influence from like those 80s like kind of style horror movie like horror flick. So 
I don't know. I think it could it could be fun just because of that, like the nostalgic kind of feel to it. But I do see what you're saying, though. Like you've kind of done it once. Like what more can you do? Like because it's kind of the same game, just with a new skin on it. Um, but well, inter- interesting. I'm curious because uh, honestly, I with Until Dawn, I played it once, and yes, there's the idea is that you can keep playing it and have all these other. Op- I'd never played any other options. Did you guys go and say, you know what, I'm going to play four or five different times and choose differently? I'm curious no, if, if I, people. I always do said do I was. That. I was always said I was going to, but I I just never took the time to do it. But I know a lot of people do, and a lot of people enjoy it because yeah, you get very different endings and different you know think like key story points throughout the game so i haven't done that but i know some people who who have yeah i i will keep playing until i get a good ending um in some games some games i'll play the story and then that one time i play it that will be my story that's what happened in my my world so it varies on it depends on how good the story is if it was good enough to where i felt like i got what i needed out of it from one time then i'll let it be my story uh but if it's like a a middling ending or if it didn't make sense because clearly they wanted you to be to to experience another ending i'll go back and do it again Hmm. okay yeah that's and that's kind of when i got to the when we finished man of medan i almost wanted to play it again to be like is there a better ending there has to be a better ending (laughs) but the 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 path to get to the end was so rough. I was like, I don't know if I can do it again. Like it was, it was too hard. It was too much. So yeah, never and it, did and it, it, you know, that game, that game might not be as horrible as, as we think it is only because we nah, were playing it's... it in a way that we were hoping that it was going to be entertaining for an audience to watch. And maybe it's more of like a, a one-on thing, like where you personally can play the game and have a good time playing it alone versus playing it with others for other people's entertainment maybe i don't know um but yeah so i don't know i'm, I'm kind of looking forward to this because i mean that's that's kind of super massive bread and butter all of their games are like that they've come out with um until dawn let's see what's their whole list of games because i think they have a bunch like three different dark pictures games in the out. dark pictures i think they just have until dawn yeah. they have man of medan and then they've Let's been kind of quiet since then until this, no, right? No, so they have Until Dawn. Oh, uh, wait, there is one more. And then they did uh, Man of Medan, and then they had Little Hope, and then actually House of Ashes House of Ashes came out last fall. And House of Ashes it was actually, everyone saying, was really good. Like Most people said Man of Medan was eh, Little Hope was eh, but a lot of people said House of Ashes was fantastic, and that one came out last fall. So I almost want to try okay. House of Ashes. But I think, uh, yeah, the Dark Pictures Anthology is going to be four games, right? And they have three out now. So they have one more to go in that. But this isn't part of it. Quarry is, they're saying very specifically, it's not part of the Dark Pictures. It's separate. So they're um, taking a break probably to let the uh, creative juices recharge for the yeah. Dark Pictures. And then they can go out with a bang. Yeah, that's what it seems like. Um, but, oh, they also had that uh, Hidden Agenda. Do you, remember, do you do you ever play that one? That's the phone one. Remember, PlayStation had that whole initiative where you can play party games on with your phone. Oh yeah, on, on PS on I PS4. I remember the so, initiative. I don't remember exactly which games were in so it. So Hidden Agenda was like a, a murder mystery. I think you're like a cop or something or a detective, and but there's different choices that pop up on the screen, and everyone votes on their phone what decision they want to make, and then whatever one gets the most votes is what what you do so right, you're, work, right. you're going through the story kind of like trying to and i think uh depending on how many players you have um 
there's like different objectives that are hidden within the game like certain characters like oh you're trying to cause this to happen so like you know you might be voting this one way because you're trying to like mess up the 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 uh you know the investigation and stuff like that which is really interesting but yeah that was that was an interesting game that they had it came out 2017 um yeah super massive they make they 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 know what their their niche is you know they and that they've they've got it nailed down they're getting better at it so yeah, i'm excited they got a lot of heart i'll give i want to see them succeed i know yeah. they've had a couple of stumbles but i feel like when they when they're hit they really hit so Plus, they published Little Nightmares too. You know, JJ's favorite game. Oh, I'm time, buying. So. I'm buying their stuff. Then I'm going to support <laughs> them. Let's keep. Let's keep supporting them, folks. Uh, <laughs> Man of Medan um, sucked. They made Little Nightmares. Oh, Man of Medan was incredible. It was a ten <laughs> out of ten. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> All right, this next news story uh, from IGN, written by Taylor Lyles. Hogwarts Legacy gameplay and plot details revealed. Uh, there was a state of play, PlayStation state of play this last week, which is interesting because this game isn't just available on PlayStation. It's come out on PlayStation, Xbox, and it was announced later. It's coming out on Switch, sw- which and, is... And you know what else? And you know what else? It's running natively. You know what's not running natively? <laughs> You know what's not running natively, Square Enix? <laughs> I'm sure you do. <laughs> we'll we'll uh, leave it there. We'll leave it there. We'll leave it right there. Um, yeah, when I heard that, I was like, I, I loved all the memes going around. We're like, Hogwarts Legacy on PlayStation and Xbox PC and then on Switch and it shows the old like PlayStation 2 the game PS or whatever one. the PS1 game it's like yes yeah, uh, we've we'll heard that joke a hundred times already <laughs> um, but this game looks absolutely gorgeous uh, it had let's, let's see they showed off um Plot details where the character is tasked with investigating a rumored goblin rebellion led by a goblin named Ranrock. Further noting, there was an uneasy alliance between the goblins and dark wizards. Uh, It takes place in the 1800s. um, And what's really neat is they basically showed off. It's it's open world RPG. So Mm -hmm. Hogwarts Castle, totally open for you to explore all the grounds outside. Hogsmeade. Yeah, Hogsmeade. There's a ton of new like a ton of creatures that you can encounter in the world also uh, i don't know if you have it there but the idea that you can create your own wizard so you're getting to create the look of, you know i mean you can put yourself in the world yeah, which is pretty cool there's yeah. a whole char- character creation tool where you get to make your character look any way you want and yeah i, I don't know it's for me i was surprised at how psyched i am about this because i've already been crucified about this because i've mentioned it before i've not i've only watched the first movie and i haven't read any of the books so everyone always gets mad at me but i watch this i'm like this game looks really freaking cool like i really am all in on this yeah uh, i was curious what you guys thought i know that you're not a that harry potter fan adrian i assume that you've probably read the books and stuff i've read the books i've watched the movies uh i've listened to the audio books I did the the um, sorting hat test when when Pottermore came out the online, but I also have to say before we go any further, I was not expecting a Hogsmeade to come out of your mouth. Yeah, yeah, that was a little crumb breadcrumb right there that, oh. that you let on. You know something. Oh, I I just did that, didn't I? Yeah, you did. Okay, yeah. Full full disclosure. Um, I have been to the Wizarding World of Harry Potter and Universal Studios. I mm-hmm. have read every book numerous times. I 
Ajá. Es a huge Harry Potter fan. Like, uh, like, uh, did you notice? Like, I had huge, no idea. Oh, oh my gosh. I am the biggest nerd. Like, look, when the book would come out at like midnight. Yeah. I want you to think this through when the book would come out. Nerd I am. Yes. Mommy, what's that chronologically challenged man doing in line with us? <laughs> oh, no. And I was totally like, I'm like, hey, kid, you're touching me. Back off. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Expelliarmus. <laughs> oh, my. I just learned something new today. How about that? Oh, man. A huge man. nerd for it. I just, I love it. I think that it's such a fun world. And that's what, that's why I'm so impressed. And like, I, probably jumped up out of my chair nerdily when I got, when I was like, they have a gameplay trailer. I mean, we've all seen the, the, you know, the little teaser the trailer. Yeah. But this, yeah. this looks it's fantastic. 15, like 15 you minutes guys of straight seen gameplay. Yeah. yeah. Go and check it out on YouTube. The teaser trailer for, for uh, Hogwarts legacy looks wonderful. It looks like a lot of fun and it's coming out holiday yeah. 2022. Yeah. So Apparently it's come it's, out this, this Christmas, which is yeah. crazy. I wouldn't hold my breath, but let's hope. Um, <laughs> PlayStation no, it, doesn't it, let us down like Xbox does. Halo Infinite, you know. So when PlayStation <laughs> says something, they deliver. Oh yeah, oh, how's that? Yeah, how's yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. Talking about how's that on. On, always online. Gran Turismo Seven going. How's how's that going? Ooh, I have no complaints on Gran Turismo. I have no complaints on GT Seven. You gotta be very careful talking trash about Gran Turismo. You're gonna end up getting into a brawl. And I'm just you know. Hey, I have no complaints with GT7. Who's talking so about far. Horizon right Honest. now? I, 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 I static. Well, no, Horizon. Radio silence. Horizon. Horizon got the old uh, got breath Smackdown. Breath, by breath of the not Wild. Not even a, another PlayStation game. No, they got the Breath of the Wild treatment. The first one, when the first <laughs> Horizon came out, Breath of the Wild came out. When the second Horizon came out, Elden Ring came out. It's like they just can't catch a break over there, Gorilla. Every mm. time they put out their open world game, a bigger open world game comes in and steals their lunch. It's like poor Gorilla. Man, you guys can't, can't so uh, yeah, let's 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 not do that. Let's not, <laughs> oh man, we don't have to have a measuring contest here. <laughs> <laughs> no, but this this game looks crazy. One of my buddies who is super super uh into Harry Potter, Sir Prince, a lot, he called me and he's like, Garrett, I'm so excited, like, I might be buying a PS5 for this. I'm like, it's coming out on PS4, you don't have to. He's like, right, no, you can I'm get he's, it. He's like, no, you don't have to. He's like, no, I'm buying it on PS5, dude. Like, I got to play it at the best possible way. I'm he like, was just looking for oh, an yeah. excuse to, yep. to buy That's one. That's all it was. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Um, but uh, I was like, okay, you do it. Do it. Get a PS5, play this game. And, uh, yeah, I, I'm just glad that and, – and his comment to me was – because, again, I'm not a huge Harry Potter fan, but he was saying – he was like, it's almost like they asked every Harry Potter like fan what they would want in a game and actually, like, at least in this Delivered. gameplay trailer, they actually are delivering on it. It seems like they're actually delivering on it, which is crazy because most games, especially with a huge fan base behind it, that doesn't happen a lot of time. A lot of times the fan base comes out and is like, well, you could have done this or where's this or why isn't that there? And everyone's just like, 
you know, all upset about something. It's crazy how like unanimously at least, I, I have heard very little negative about this Harry Potter trailer as far as like, yeah, the I haven't feature, heard the any features. where's this, where's that? Yeah, the features being brought to this game. And maybe it's just because most Harry Potter games have been garbage. So it's just like this is better than what we've got before. You know? Fair point. Fair point. <laughs> but I don't know. It's exciting to hear. Yeah, my buddy. And then you, JJ. I had no idea you're a Harry Potter fan. I'm glad to hear that yeah. you're you're excited for it, too. Yeah, I'd, I'm I'd proud really, of you uh, yeah, that for I coming out. It, that I, yeah, well, I've kept it hidden. And, like, it's just time to, like, be me. You know, it's 2022. Like, hey, there you go. <clears throat> now, wait a second. <clears throat> I just have to say one thing, though. All these years I've known you. Garrett, we have a lot have... Of, of news items that we have to cover and lots more of the show. And it's also late. Okay. I started at like 10 o'clock my time, buddy. I mean, so it's... You know. All right, all right. I just, no, 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 we'll, we'll I'm sorry. We'll, be, I didn't we'll mean talk to about this after the show. No, that's, this, is, this is a private discussion. This I have some words for you, sir. Um, <laughs> this is uh, the next news story here. Perfect Dark Reboot heavily affected by developers leaving in the past years report um, originally from VGC um, GameSpot. This is little uh, summaries written by Eddie McCooch over there. The development development team working on the perfect dark reboot for Microsoft has lost a number of staffers in the past year, but top brass studio, the initiative remains confident in the team in the game. VGC discovered through LinkedIn that about 34 people have left the initiative in the past year, including game director, Dan Newberger and design director Drew Murray. Numerous other staffers across a variety of dis disciplines also left the team in the past 12 months. It was discovered. The staffing losses in the past year coincide with the announcement that Crystal Dynamics has been brought on as a co-developer on the Perfect Dark reboot. Former senior developers on the Perfect Dark reboot at the initiative said they left the team uh, due in part to how there was a lack of creative autonomy and slow development progress, according to VGC. The development momentum on the Perfect Dark reboot has been heavily affected by the departures. The former developers told VGC that some staffers became frustrated by the initiative's reported top-down approach to decision-making when it comes to design choices. Um, uh, let's see, it goes on to say that the initiative boss, Daryl Gallagher, told VGC that the staffing changes are not uncommon for a new studio taking over a beloved franchise. Not only that, but Gallagher cited the global upheaval, quote unquote, uh, obviously talking about COVID, over the past All couple right, of years. initiative. <laughs> over the past couple of years as an explanation in part to the staffing changes. So people are quitting their job because of COVID. I don't know. Right. That makes zero sense. I don't know how they connected this dot way over here with this dot way down here, but they figured it out in their head anyways. <laughs> um, Gallagher said he wishes all the departing developers the very best, adding that he feels confident about the team in place currently and the new staffers coming on board. Whether or not the release schedule for the Perfect Dark reboot was affected by these changes is unknown, but Gallagher acknowledged that there is plenty more work to do on the game before it's ready for release. Spoiler. So, it was. It was affected. Oh, 100%. Yeah, there's <clears> no <throat> way you don't lose 30-some people on your staff, especially big-time main, like, what, the the, the a director and an the, art. Most of the top senior yeah. staff. Game director and our design director are just like, I'm out, see ya. Like, it takes time to bring on a new person to not only learn the role, but then get orientated on the project and then also getting, you know, that creative headspace to like, okay, here we go. Like, that's not something you just flip a switch and the next day they're in. <laughs> like, 
But no, there's no trouble. There's no there's no cause for alarm. Uh, to uh to quote, I don't know if you uh, anybody in here is an Avatar uh, fan, um, but basically this is uh, James Cameron Avatar. No, 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 the the good Avatar, uh, <laughs> the Last Airbender. Uh, this is a uh, there is no war in Bossing Say moment right now. Uh, which if you're unaware of what's going on, uh, the city of Bossing Say, which is in one of the uh, kingdoms in Avatar, <clears throat> was clearly in a state of being sabotaged and was in war. But of course they have propaganda and they have political officials who would convince to the point of death that they are not convinced, but trying to convince people up to the point of death that there was no war and everything was fine. And that sounds like what this is. (laughs) There is clearly trouble at the initiative, which is why they brought crystal dynamics on. It's like the this is fine meme where it's just like the dog sitting in the middle of the room, like sipping his like coffee or his tea and everything's on fire. It's like, this is fine. Right. But this one, good. but, but, <laughs> but that room that he's in costs like a couple hundred million dollars. <laughs> yeah. It's just piles of cash <laughs> that are on fire. <laughs> right. And yeah. the dog is Phil Spencer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, that's the thing. I, I haven't seen any statement from Phil Spencer, just from the initiative people, but I would be oh, curious. Oh, you won't. He's Spencer... made statements to them, to the initiative. I guarantee you that. And I'm oh, pretty yeah. sure they weren't filled with very nice words, but. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, I mean, I know. I I, I, I I can see how it can be hard to, like, I don't know, make everyone happy within a company. But yeah, like you're saying, like, to lose that many people obviously something is very wrong in whatever it might be like i'm surprised they haven't fixed it by now like it's been a year like this has been happening over the last year like that's plenty of time to also make a changes like why are things not changing i don't know it seems crazy it's what happens when you try to make a super giant gigantic uh studio and you don't have the right people in place to maintain it Hmm. it's people who it's too many conflicting perspectives in one building and it's too many people in upper management who believe that they should be the highest in management and they don't want to agree with what anybody else is saying because they all think their way is the best way Hmm. that's most likely what's going on and because everybody can't get their way they're leaving yeah yeah which is which is unfortunate i mean is is there any like i don't know i feel like that's something that's even hard to fix i mean i mean the only way to fix that would just be like okay like yeah i have a little more open discussion about things but i don't know when you have a property that you're trying to reboot too like there's also i feel like there needs to be some structure where it's like no this is like the guidelines we're trying to stay within so it's like this weird thing where being a reboot you have like guide or guardrails but then also like the, the weird balance with like, okay, but also giving them creative freedom to like do what they want with it. I don't know. I, I It is a tricky balance to, to strike, <clears throat> I feel like. I already knew that there was something wrong when they haven't, they didn't mention that they brought anybody in from Rare, from the original team to consult. What? Mm. Yeah. You, are you sure that you're going to be able to get the character of Joanna down? Like who she is and what she represents and her ambitions and all that kind of stuff without anything from 
like you can play the original games to get an idea but when you talk to the people who made the game you get like the ethos behind it what they were thinking when they were right. creating the character in the world and if they don't have anybody from that original team to to even just be a consultant on it that's worrying now is this going to be a full reboot or is this just kind of a a reskin are they going in and retooling everything no, they're, they. This is a reboot. They're they're restarting yeah, it from scratch, from from the ground up. Yeah, so yeah. they're just taking mm-hmm. the the basic framework of the original game and and going off of that. So I think that that they need to uh, they need to go and play Resident Evil Two right now, the remake, the reboot, to be able to see how it is done perfectly. Mm-hmm. That's how you want to like use that type of framework to go and take and reboot a game. Keep the the heart of what made the game great in the beginning and then, you know, bring it into the 22nd century, you know? See, but the thing is about that, JJ, is a lot of the people who worked on those games, I shouldn't say a lot, but I'm sure a few people who worked on those games still work at Capcom. And a lot of uh, Japanese studios, the employees talk to each other frequently, so it's not very hard for them to get in touch with people who worked on the original uh, Resident Evils to make sure that they get the feel and the understanding of the game right. And I'm sure like it's a big deal because Japan is like an honor-based society that you want to make sure that you you pay respect, correct respect to the original work that people put into this series so that you don't uh, embarrass them and in turn yourself by making a subpar product. Yeah. Um, I just don't think the initiative has that that goal in mind or that, how should I say, reverence in mind for this. I think they were just tasked with, oh, Perfect Dark is an Xbox IP that we own that we haven't done anything with in a while. You guys do something with it. Yeah, it's kind of haphazard. They're just kind of going at it like it's got to get done and mm-hmm. maybe not having the actual care behind it that they should. Yeah. I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. Uh, yeah, it is worrisome. Like, okay, yeah, why haven't we seen anything, heard anything about it? But, yeah. Nothing time, since that trailer. Nothing. But time will tell. Who knows? Maybe it'll just get be another scale bound and just disappear and be canceled. And... <laughs> oh, <laughs> um, boy. Hopefully not. Hopefully not. Obviously, I don't wish that on any any no any company. I don't want any game, game to ever be bad, but yeah all right cool well that is it for the nerdy news this week it is now time for our patreon ad this is the story of the one as head of maintenance at a concert hall he knows the show must always go on that's why he works behind the scenes ensuring every light is working the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. All right, everyone, this is the time of the episode where I tell you to go to patreon.com slash supergamerboys. Stop what you're doing right now. Pull over if you're driving. I want you to put down your sandwich if you're eating your lunch break. Whatever you're doing, pull out your phone right now. 
patreon.com slash supergamerboys. Go support us over there. You can start uh, at a lower tier, just a buck a month. Throw us a buck a month, and that helps us uh, make our show big and bad and awesome. Uh, keeps the lights on, helps uh, provide anything we need to, well, from games to movies to equipment. And uh, what it gets you is episodes early and ad-free, like this show, like our Super Gamer Book Club, hosted by Adrian. Um, so where it's the $5 tier, you get the show notes ahead of time so you can know what we're going to talk about. Leave your own comments, questions, concerns for news stories, questions, whatever might be on there. Uh, $10 a month, you get the shout out in the show. You're a sponsor. We consider you a Patreon sponsor. and We appreciate that. So of course, you're going to get a shout out on the show each week. And then our Patreon producer tier where uh, you get the shout out on the show, but you also get the pitch a segment. So if you're feeling real creative and you're like, you know what? I think this would be a cool segment. Support us over there. Throw us the pitch. And uh, yeah, we appreciate each and every one of those people who support us at all the tiers. You guys are all awesome. Um, we actually had a little bit of a boom last month. I was surprised. We got like two or three new supporters, all the dollar level. So we appreciate all of you guys. You're incredible. If you're interested in being awesome like those folks, patreon.com slash supergamerboys. I'll say it one more time and uh, support us there. Last thing I want to say is, oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, don't forget for $20 a month, you can also have early access to all of Garrett's OnlyFan account. So there is some great content. Well, there's content that's on that OnlyFans account. And so you get early, early and ad free, ad free access to all of that. Uh, Garrett's only fans for twenty dollars a month. Yeah, we haven't we haven't promoted that in a while. It's been a long time since you brought that up. So thank you, thanks for reminding mm-hmm. me. Um, let me, let me tell you, those listeners. those pictures are very risque, and some of the videos are kind of disgusting, borderline disgusting. But if that's what you're into, you can always support us on Patreon. <laughs> Um, also, if you're watching us here on Twitch, Monday nights when we record the episode, we do it live at twitch.tv slash the Super Gamer Boys. You can subscribe to our channel. Uh, if you sub for a month, it's five bucks. Or if you have Amazon Prime, you have Twitch Gaming, which means, or Prime Gaming. Dang, I can't remember. You have Prime Gaming, which means you can throw us a free sub. Costs you zero dollars, we get five bucks. So go ahead, use that free sub right now. Twitch.tv slash the Super Gamer Boys. Click the button. We'd very much appreciate that. And you get some sweet emotes with our faces on them. All right. Let's get back to the show. All right, guys. What are you laughing at? What are you laughing at? My son just popped his head into the room and he goes, I want to, I want to shoot my eyes out thinking about Garrett's OnlyFans and <laughs> he overheard the OnlyFans comment and like apparently he wants to shoot his eyes out now so good job the bigger, the bigger question the bigger question is how does your son know what OnlyFans is oh damn oh, <laughs> good question sounds like you got some questions to ask <laughs> tonight we're gonna, to, we're gonna have to talk tonight yep alright it's the time of the show where you guys tell me what you've been playing so what you've been playing Go ahead, JJ. Go ahead. You look, you look right. excited. You look excited. Right. So I actually, <laughs> I actually got to play a very small amount. Um, I haven't been playing regular games, but I, we had a family barbecue, and I got to play about a half hour of Elden Ring. And dude, oh. on the on the PS5, my nephew has like just been killing it on that game. And uh, you guys have been talking about, it, and I thought I'm never gonna play it. It's way too hard. What a fantastically gorgeous game! I get to 
fight some dragons. I I was fighting all kinds of crazy like demonic you know soldiers or whatever. Dude, that game is so incredibly beautiful. Like they've created such an awesome world, so yes. I can completely see why you guys love that game the way that you do. Yeah, it is super difficult. What I played wasn't horrible because he was pretty overpowered by that mm-hmm. point in the game when I played with his character. Um, mm-hmm. But wow, wow, I'm blown away by how it looks. Uh, they are just pushing everything that the PS5 has. Um, this this generation of console is just now starting to really see like what it can do with games like Elden Ring. Mm. So if you guys haven't had an opportunity, play that game because it's it's amazing. It's very good. You heard it here first. Purdom seal of approval. <laughs> Purdom approved. Um, <laughs> I mean, that's all I've been playing. I'll just chime right in. I've just been playing Elden Ring. I haven't been able to play a ton because I was on my trip. And then the next day, my parents came and visited. But any chance I've gotten, I've snuck out and tried to play some. Oh, it's so stinking good. I'm, I think I'm at like level, level 50 something now. And let me like 30 hours, 30 plus hours into it. Oh, I love it so much. I'm I'm in uh what's it called? Uh Kalid. Oh, okay. I, I know where you are. So getting your getting your your head handed to you? Technically, I think the game wants me to start heading north, but I was like, nope. I'm I'm you guys know me. The reason I am I both love and hate open world games because I have to explore every inch of the map. <laughs> so before I'm moving on to the northern part of this, the the map, I am clearing every section in that bottom part. And so I have and I've found all like the map pieces. I found all the golden seeds that are hidden around any flask upgrades, anything. And so but the last section is Kaled and I'm. Yeah, it's like Adrian said, I'm getting my butt handed to me big time. <laughs> that that section is so hard. I, I There was a tweet that you shared one time, I think. It's something about like when the sky is red. I don't even know. Oh, to it's turn like. around? Yeah, it's just like. <laughs> that's, your, that's your cue to so, immediately turn around. Yeah, if, if, if the sky is red in, 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 in Elden Ring, you've effed up, I think it said, or something like that. <laughs> it's like, turn around and go. And so was, I love that as soon as you come over the, it goes from like nice blue, beautiful skies, you know, see the, the big trees in the, in the, in the, in the background, and like all of a sudden, like just red death like evil things I'm start like, catching oh, on fire dragons on. flying overhead yeah. it's like no i i i should not be here Just i don't want to be here <laughs> skeleton and zombie creatures all over i'm like this is yes. bad this is a bad area but you know what I got to clear this part of the map, so I'm just going to power through. <laughs> so that that must have been actually where I was at was because there was a, a giant red burning tree that was like all the embers from it were flying all over the place. And I also ended up fighting like an ice dragon in another location. Um, mm. Yeah, but but there was like mm. a giant uh, tree that was like on fire and like there's all these embers like flying all over the mm. place. And yeah, it was it was just insane. Yeah, crazy. What have you been playing, Adrian? Uh, I outside of Elden Ring, I will spare you because you already know uh, we all adore it. Um, That's what we're doing? It's what we're doing. This is the new Elden yeah. Ring podcast. Welcome to the Super <laughs> Elden, the Super Elden Boys, Super El- Super, Super Tarnish Boys, <laughs> Super Tarnish Boys. Um, so outside of that, I have, um, I've been playing a little, uh, a DS game 
uh, that has uh, it's called um, Trauma Center. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of it. Uh, you play the role. It's an RPG uh, in which you play the role of a surgeon in a hospital and you perform different procedures uh, with the the stylus and the touchscreen and you, you you pick different tools. Right. So, like, for example, somebody has a tumor in their stomach. So you'll pick like you'll tap the antiseptic and clean the area and then you'll tap the scalpel and make the incision and then you'll tap another tool to go in and get the and cut the the tumor out and then you have to sterilize it and stitch it back up and it it just gets more intense from there on out to like eventually you're doing like heart surgery and stuff like that it I, I this is my first time playing this series. I've heard all about it over the years. Sorry, what's the name and of I it totally again? One more time. Hype. Trauma Center. Oh yeah, I think there was I one on that. Wii too, where you had to do it with yeah. the Wii remote. Um, but yeah, no, that game, that game is it's That's pretty great. Crazy. That sounds fun. I have you ever played? Oh shoot, not Two Point Hospital. No, what was the other one? There's another. There's a, a game that just came out like last year on Epic Games. A sur- surgeon simulator. Are you sure it's not sur- two point? Surgeon simulator. Oh, did you play I think surgeon I've seen simulator? It. That it, oh man, that game. It uh, it came out. Yeah, it was like the beginning of last year. It came out on PC. I think it came to consoles later. And that game is wacky. It is not a. It's called surgeon simulator. It is not a simulator in any way. It is absolutely like goofy, over the top, silly. But let me tell you, I've had I had so much fun. You can do four player co op. But what's awesome in that game is your limbs are just like total like noodles, basically. So you're trying to like saw. Oh, it's like quap. So you're trying. I don't know what that is, but sure. It's the one uh, where the you have to try to walk, but every button is a key on the keyboard. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's just like way overly. It's over. Yeah. Overly uh, like designed almost with like the way the controls are. So like in order to like rotate your. You, there's a one button to rotate your hand, one button to go back and forth, another button to go up and down. It's just like, so you're trying to like, okay, amputate his leg and put a new leg on him. And you're just like, uh, uh, oh, oh I, I cut off his arm. Oh, shoot. Uh, I did, Oh, there goes his heart. Oh, I'd pick quick, put it back in there. Like, it is like so fantastic. But yeah, not not anything like what you're describing, but very, I, I it just made me think of that. It was a fun game. And I always like that type of game. Like. So I might need to. You said it's on DS though, not 3DS. Can you play it on you can, 3DS? Uh, if you get the cart, you can play it on 3DS. Okay. I don't okay. think it's very expensive either. So that'd be something to look into. That's a. Um, huh. Um, that that's a question I actually had for you because I have a 3DS now. Can you play DS carts in there? Because my my yeah. my 3DS it's, only it's, has one slot in it. Like, are they the same cartridges? The same size? Yeah. Oh, okay. So you I didn't just put that. three. You, you just put DS carts in the 3DS slot or in the 3DS game slot, and it'll play them just fine. Okay. For some reason, so, I thought they were different size. The cartridges were different nope. sizes, but okay. it is fully compatible with the entire DS library. Interesting. Good to know. Mm-hmm. So that just opened up a whole new door for you. Yeah. Um, and then finally, my last game, I actually have not started playing because I'm kind of at a crossroads. Now, we just passed uh, March 3rd of this year which marks the fifth anniversary of the release of the Nintendo Switch. Which also means that as of March 3rd, I have not replayed Breath of the Wild since 2017. 
Are you doing it? And I'm probably thinking about maybe doing it. I feel like it's been long enough. I remember the overarching story. But a lot of the details, like, you know, different locations and and where to find different stuff like that, starting to get a little fuzzy. Mm -hmm. So I'm thinking it might have been enough time that I might go in and might be a time to to return to uh, Hyrule as, uh, you know, 100 years in the the future and and see... Because I know that there's tons of things that I didn't see the first time I played it. So it may be things that I never seen before in this playthrough that I didn't see last time. So that might be uh, alongside Elden Ring, the big thing that I'm, I'm I'm sinking a lot of time into. So, yes, dude, I I started watching uh, uh, Snowbike Mike on Kind of Funny. He's for the first time. It's his first Zelda game ever. He's never played a Zelda oh, game. Oh, really? And he's jumped in the Breath of the Wild. And so I've been watching his playthrough. I think they have like two episodes out now, uh, two parts. And as soon as I started watching it, I was just like, I need to go back to this game because I haven't touched it either since it first came out like five years ago. So I'm like, I, 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 I kind of started getting the itch, but I'm like, nope, nope. <laughs> I'm playing the Elden Ring right now. <laughs> and I made a vow at the beginning of the year to platinum Death Stranding. So somehow I still have to do that by the end of the year. You I'm still like, have I can... nine months. <laughs> okay. You know how much, how little game time I get for me to think I'm going to beat Elden Ring, Platinum, Death Stranding, and somehow play Breath of the Wild in that? <laughs> There's no way. Doesn't your Death Stranding progress um, copy Keep- over? I thought I saw something about that. No, because he buys it on everything that's out there. Like, soon it's going to be on the, he's going to be on the Atari box. Like, <laughs> the, you know, he's, just, he's getting it on everything that has it. So, the director's cut is coming to PC this week or next week, and you know I got to pick it up then, too. <laughs> Um, even though I already own on oh PC, goodness. I got to get the director's cut everywhere. Um, no, I, uh, so it does, but the problem is you had to transfer, it was, you had to transfer your save over. Oh, but the, the old Sony method where you have to install your game on the hard drive, what? on a portable hard drive. Then you have to plug it into the back of the PS5. Then you have to call the PlayStation hotline and say, Hey, PlayStation. <laughs> What I need to transfer my game, and they'll go okay. Let us hook you up to D to the to the, uh, <laughs> to the DSL hotline to, to, to the modem <laughs> over the and phone. You have to go to America Online, and you have to search keyword Sony. You yeah. forgot, the, and then the step before the phone call was actually turning counterclockwise three times in a circle. Oh, yeah, silly me. Yeah. Well, no. Then the you wor- have to upload your save. <laughs> then you have to put the Death Stranding PS5 disc in, take it out. Spin it around on your finger, mm-hmm. put it back in. That's right. Install that. Go back on AOL, keyword <laughs> Sony. I'm sorry, keyword Kojima, which will it's, take you to yeah. deathstranding.net. You can click on data <laughs> transfer. <net. laughs> and you you had to use Netscape browser too, specifically, the Netscape Correct. browser. And then finally, it'll send an email to Jim Ryan, who will personally click OK. Yeah. For you to download your Death Stranding data and play on PS5. So I did all that. I did all of that, mm-hmm. and then I got and then I got to the end, and they said, "Sorry, we can't transfer your data because you're in the middle of a mission." Ah, see. So, I was like, "Well, I'm not. I don't have a PS4 anymore, so I can't bring pull up my PS4 to finish the mission. So I guess I just start over." So 
that's how it goes. I start starting from scratch. Oh my god, it's 2022. <laughs> what are they doing? Yep. Uh, mm. So yeah, I, I really want to play Breath of the Wild with you, but we'll see. It might maybe if by some miracle I finish mm. Elden Ring in the next. What I'm of weeks, scared but... about is I start playing Breath of the Wild and then Elden Ring goes by the wayside, which I really don't want to happen. Uh... But we all know how things can go with that game. <laughs> A lot yeah. of people right now arguing which one of the two is better. I think they may be equal. I know it's scary to think. But as yeah. a whole, they're, they're both very strong they're both competitors. Excellent. Very strong yes. competitors. Yes. Oh, man. All right, guys. Well, that was a fun episode. JJ, I'm glad you're able to join us, even though you're a little late. I was I'm still shocked by how smooth that transition was. So thank you. For I'm going to congratulate you, sir. Congratulations. You, did it. Thank you. you, you know, nailed a it. round of applause for JJ. Well, thank you, you jumped JJ. right in. Thank you. That's what I do. A lot of people call me a savior. You know, I mean, well, oh, well. it's mostly it's me, you know, calling myself <laughs> that. But, you know, I, I nonetheless, I was I was a hero today. Yes, you did it. You deserve some. It. Some people say we're all heroes, but no, you know. no, they don't. Okay. Then that means none Never. of us are. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, thank you guys all so much for listening to the show. We appreciate each and every one of you who watch live on Twitch, who watch on YouTube.com/slash/SuperGamerBoys, who listen on podcast services, support us on Patreon. Uh, if you want to support us on Patreon, go over to Patreon.com/slash/SuperGamerBoys. Remember, just a buck a month. That's like. A cup of coffee is like five bucks a Starbucks and you'll buy one of like five of those a week, maybe six. So think about that, how much cheaper we are to support than Starbucks. Speaking um, from experience, uh, six cups of coffee. I mean, not a day, you know, a week. You get one a day. OK, sure. Or six a day. How you? I mean, yeah, I was going to say that sounds more like say, what you wanted to say. To say. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, who's to say, you know? Um, <laughs> Supporters over there, we'd appreciate it big time and help us make really cool things. All right, sgbstore.com. Buy some sweet merch. We got t-shirts. We got stickers. We got face masks. I have a new face mask, face, mask, face mask design on there. It's all black, white logo. So if you want to look a little more professional, so it's not all the purple, glitzy, glammy. Clean. Yeah, a little more black tie formal with the Super Gamer Boys. Check it out. Um, review us where you can on your podcast services. Apple Podcasts, it's very much appreciated. On YouTube, go ahead, smash the like button, click subscribe, ring that bell so you get notifications when new episodes go live. Thank you again as Jack Sriracha and Yate for allowing us to use their music on the show. Find them on Spotify and Apple Music. Links to Spotify are down below in the description um, on YouTube and podcast services here. During the week, you can find us at supergamerboys.com, Twitter and Instagram at supergamerboys. I'm on Twitter and Instagram at gmorelang. Uh, Adrian, where can they find you at? You can find me any and everywhere at homeboy, H-O-L-M-B-O-I. And JJ, where can they find you? You can always find me at Twitter and Instagram. And when I say always, I mean always at JJ Pruden. You've been pretty yep. active, whether we like it or not. Whether so, we uh, like it or not. <laughs> I'm, getting, uh, I'm getting pretty dangerous with the old tweeting and stuff. You know what I mean? I'm yeah. not mad at it. This is the most you've ever been online. I, I keep Every time I, see, I look at my phone, I can't believe I see J.J. Purdom just tweeted. <laughs> and it's like within the last 24 hours, too. Not like within two <laughs> weeks ago. Yeah, right? <laughs> Good stuff. Good stuff. Good on you. You know, another round of applause for J.J. Yeah. You know what? Thank you. You're just killing. As long as you keep, as long as you keep it consistent, at least one tweet a day. Yep. One tweet a day. I think you'll be good. 
and that and that's it. I'm looking for stuff to tweet about. I'm like looking at the toilet and going, is that is that newsworthy? Not nah, well. I want to take a picture <laughs> and is. put that on Instagram. It, it, yeah, really. Like, yeah, I mean, it's it, all tweets no. are just thoughts anyway. They're just <laughs> random thoughts. So, and, and that's why mine are so disjointed and kind of crazy and stuff like that. Because I, you know, I get a lot of them. Those are the best kind, <laughs> right? The best. All right, that's it for me. JJ, take us out. Okay. All right, for for uh, geriatric Garrett Morlang, for adorable Adrian Homeboy Holmes, and for myself, Juicy JJ Purdom. We are the Super Gamer Boys. <sighs> and we will catch you on the flippity flop. Why do you breathe like that? <laughs> He's a tired man. He just got back from partying with grandmas. Oh. <laughs> Were you hanging out with grandmas, bud? I... Yeah. <laughs> We'll Don't talk tell about later. We'll talk about later. Did he, did he tell you that he's in the grandma? Because like, he told me. That. Clearly, he went to Orlando, the the mecca of a retirement home. Save big money when you start your next project today at Menards. Convert your current recessed lighting with energy-saving LED downlights from Fight Electric. They're bright and install easily in just minutes. They also go from regular lighting to nightlight mode with just a simple flip of a switch. Save big on all Fight Lighting products now at Menards. Shop our lighting options today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big.